0: Episode 249, You Are In Control. I'm Amber Harper from the Burned In Teacher Podcast and a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Empowering Educators podcast. I am Gretchen, your host and expert lesson learner. I'm a national board certified elementary teacher turned teacher, trainer, and coach. All the lessons I've learned and am learning on my edgy journey, I share with you right here from every silly mistake to the most glorious successes. You're going to hear stories and strategies that will inspire you to become your best. I have to warn you, as an educator, I can't help but hold you accountable for doing the work. So every episode, I leave you with practical, tangible next steps so you can implement your learning and maximize your impact. Whether you're teaching a lesson or learning one yourself, there's always a lesson if you're willing to pay close attention. Elite educators, that's the secret to staying empowered. Bring on today's lesson. Hey, elite educators, it's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. I am your host of the Empowering Educators podcast. My goal is always to ensure you stay empowered. I want you to continue to hone your craft. We are just losing way too many great educators to other professions, they're jumping ships so fast and especially with what we're going to talk about today. So I'm going to do my best to provide guidance and inspiration in this episode and everything else you've listened to so that you can retain that elite educator status. I want you to impact students and your colleagues for generations to come. You deserve to have a career you love. So I'm excited to be in your ear today talking about how others can affect your performance mindset and well-being. And the great news is this no longer has to be the case. I'm gonna share with you strategies for overcoming the influence of others so that you can continue to operate at your best day after day. Well folks it is officially fall. I'm very excited about that because October is my birthday and my favorite holiday Halloween. I actually don't really like the whole scariness of Halloween. I just love Everyone getting out in the neighborhood and doing something fun together. I think I just enjoy the tradition of that. Speaking of fall, everyone's outside moving their leaves around with some blowers, So (laughs) I hope you don't mind some back rowing noise. Speaking of fall, it's fall sports. I am totally loving being a mom of kids who are outdoor sports enthusiasts and living vicariously through them. And just, it's just such a fun time of year. Beautiful to look at and experience. I'm in the South, so I hate all that humidity. But anyway, some exciting news. A new book just dropped, I collaboratively wrote a book, meaning me and 20 other educators around the nation came together to write one book. We each took a chapter to share our own expertise, but together it really creates this awesome formula for how to transform education. And right now is the perfect time to change things up. We've been doing things for so long the same way and it's not working and COVID has kind of forced us to stop and relook at things, and as everything's reopening and we're trying to get back to a new normal, it's the perfect transition to say, "Uh uh-uh, no more. So this book is called Educators Who Know What to Do, Experts in Education. There's topics like mental wellness for teachers and students, addressing the teacher shortage, narrowing the racial divide, eradicating complacency, the new teacher job description, Using PLCs to Solve School Problems, there's my chapter on Supporting the Growth and Development of Teachers, and many more. So if that sounds interesting to you, you love to find out what is the latest and greatest in education and what is working in other schools and districts around the country, grab the book. Uh, Right now is pre-selling for virtual order, meaning that you can get it as a digital download. But if you want a paper copy with my signature on it, hang tight. Make sure on my email list you can get that. Otherwise, just go right on Amazon. I'll put the link in the show notes. Go to alwaysalesson.com, find podcast, and then this podcast episode, and you'll see everything right there. The other cool announcement I wanted to make sure I shared before we dive in, The Virtual Coaching Summit is back. That is happening December 27th. If you're busy with your family celebrating the holidays, cool, so am I. But the best part, there's a replay. Everything's pre-recorded. There are a few virtual options leading up until the day. It's called Coaching in Action. So there's tons of practical strategies. And my session is focusing on why our PLCs aren't working. And I give you tips for productive, efficient teacher collaborations. But there are three live workshops that lead up until the conference and that's included if you decide to upgrade your ticket. And that's all about social emotional learning for teachers because we are not doing enough to make sure their mental health is in shape and that we are really supporting them in the ways that they need to. So I'm gonna teach a session on getting your game plan together for how to do that for teachers. So if that sounds exciting to you, that link is also in the show notes, so make sure you grab your ticket. Okay, let's dive in because I want you to know you are in Control. I love to share with you the rationale behind all these episodes because I think it's fun t- <laughs> to reminisce where all these random ideas come from. They just sit in my phone until the perfect moment. I'm like, yep, now's the time. And so this has been sitting and sitting and sitting. And I'm like, maybe I should just delete this note because I don't think I'm ever going to use it. And it seems kind of negative when I talk- think about the story and the experience. And then I thought, no, this is perfect because I think a lot of people will resonate with how it made me feel. And then I can share with you how I worked myself out of it. So this is what happened. I create resources and I share them for teachers and teacher leaders. And I put them on my own website, but I also put them on Teachers Pay Teachers. And someone had purchased something from me early in the morning and had an issue downloading. What's great if they purchase off another website, like Teachers Pay Teachers, there's a whole tech team behind that can help. And so anytime someone says, eh, something's not working with the download, I shoot you the email to address it with them and you're able to work it out. Well, apparently this person needed it that morning and we've all been there need something right now and we're going to buy it right now or get it right now or whatever we have to do we, time is of the essence and the emails that were coming in were just very stressed very urgent very pressing and luckily i sell the same item on my own website she found it she was able to download it and access to it right away but because of that she wanted the refund cuz now she's bought it twice one on tpt whatever and so we got that all sorted out the point of the story, though, is how her behavior affected me. And there's nothing wrong with this person. We've all been there and I've even been this been this person. But now more than ever, we need to be able to protect how people affect us and how they influence us. And I am someone that easily gets influenced. Someone in the room's in a bad mood so fast. I start going down that hill and I don't like that about myself. And so I'm very aware of it and I'm trying to say, Notice the vibe in the room, and I'll talk to you about a, a few other strategies in a moment. But you are actually in control of how things affect you, and I hate when people would tell me that because I'm like, well, how can you? They come at you like, "Whoa! <laughs> how are you? How are you supposed to just look at them calmly and relax?" Actually, that is a secret weapon I have when parents used to come in and cuss me out and all sorts of things. I'd I would just be calm and maintain eye contact and listen and affirm their feelings. And then we get to a solution and people would say, how do you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. I think because it's just that ridiculous and over the top that it doesn't affect me. But this for some reason did. And so my response when the email started coming in, it was like, oh, I can't print. I can't, I need this now. Like, how, how can you help me? Ah. My pulse shot up. My heart was beating so fast. My brain was firing neurons at like lightning speed. I was panicking. I start rushing around and my stress level rose up. And I'm thinking to myself, this is not my problem. This person did not give themselves enough time to find what they needed, print it out, make sure it all works. They didn't plan ahead of time to know what they needed to teach or to mentor. It must have been a teacher leader resource now that I'm thinking about it. But anyway, it was starting to affect me. Like I became frantic as if I was that person in that situation. And that's not okay. That is not my problem. I am now taking on the burden of other people. And that is one quick way to burn out super fast. So like I told you, the solution, she got the resource off my website and I explained to her how to get the refund from TPT and all was great. The lesson involved here is their problem is not your problem. Their last minute problem is not yours. And so you need to protect your energy and protect your peace. And if you can relate to this, I have some scenarios that made me think of this one in particular, but have you ever had a parent show up at your door at the start of school and they are just hollering about grades and it's like that report cards already come out and you're thinking to yourself, why now are you coming to my door while I'm right about to start the school day? And you're like, hey, Johnny's work. Like, what's up with this? Well, I send the work home every week. I post everything on my website so you know due dates. Johnny knows what's supposed to be turning in. We have a conversation every morning, so I'm not really sure why you're here. But does that ever happen? And their frantic nature and they're angry, then you start feeling your mood change. And you're like, no, this is now affecting me. And now I'm treating my students bad Or if you've ever had a new student arrive at your door and you have no materials for them, you actually don't even have a desk. Mm -hmm, That happened to me. Or uh, teachers that you're supporting, they need help right now for a lesson that's in five minutes. And you're in the middle of eating lunch. And you're like, could you have signed up for a time? Could we have talked about this at the beginning of the week, maybe during PLCs or during planning, Uh, you know, when you start just getting out of your own body and freaking out and becoming that energy of that person? Or has your administrator lost your observation and suddenly they need to watch you today, right now? But it's project day and catching up on other things day and dreaded assessment day. I might have had a few of these happen to me and they all start affecting you in a bad way and your whole day is spiraling out of control for something that was never your problem to begin with. Sure, if you're the person doing these things, then yeah, you deserve to be a little frantic. (laughs) But if someone else is that way, we need to learn how to block that to put some boundaries in place. Their time constraints due to poor planning or poor time management They're trying to translate that energy and intensity to you. It's not your deadline. It's not your assignment to complete. These are things that are their problem, their hiccup, their obstacle, and it ends up depleting your own energy. And now you're distracted. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're not operating at full tilt because of this. You can't be your best. Hey y'all, popping in here real quick to remind you, if you are loving the podcast, hop on over to iTunes to leave a star rating, and type in a few words for the review. This helps other educators find the show so they too can be empowered. Lots of love and thanks. Now back to the show. So the short-term solution. When this happens to you, I want you to do two things. One, acknowledge the issue so you can say, you know, I understand this is important to you because that way they feel, okay, they, they hear me out. They understand that this is a big deal that I should be this crazy and upset. And then two, you advocate for the boundaries. So you can say, I can help you when blank, 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 or I can help you by doing blank. So you let them know how you're going to participate. I'm not going to have this discussion with you right now. In fact, you don't even have to say not, you can say it in the positive. You could say to the parent at the door, I would love to discuss Johnny's grades with you after school at 2 PM works for me. Are you available? (laughs) And they're probably going to say, no, I need this right now. I am teaching right now. And I, my energy and focus needs to be on the students. I will be happy to meet with you at a later date and time when there are no students in the building. And then they're going to realize, okay, she does see that this is an issue. She's willing to work with me just now it's not the right time. And you can always get someone else involved, but you've now acknowledged the issue and you advocated for the boundaries, but what's a more long-term solution. First, protect your circle of influence. I don't know if you've heard this before, but the people that you hang around. Really affect your emotional status. They even affect how large of a dream you dream, how capable you are. You kind of feed off them. And if they're always rooting you on, you're in a positive place. You're going to new heights. You're doing new things. And so it goes to show that when you put yourself and surround yourself with people that raise you up, you start getting raised up. You start elevating yourself to new levels. So I wanna ask you, where do you hang? Who do you allow into that inner circle? Now at school, it's hard. You are around negative people because you work with them on your grade level team or you are mentoring and coaching a specific teacher who might not want your help. And so there are professional settings in which you can't entirely control who is around you, but you can control how you act, how you interact with that person and how you let them affect you. If they are miserable they hate their job well then you do whatever professionally you need to do with them in terms of planning or helping them grow and get a game plan together or observe them but that's it you don't have to spend the rest of your time with them and if you need a break after meeting with them because they're just in your head and you're just feeling yuck take that time because you need to recharge and get back to you so you can be your best for other people So protect your circle of influence, then control what you can control. That might be something you've heard a lot this year, especially with all the changes. And it's like, I cannot control what's coming down the pipe but you actually can control how you react to that and what you end up doing to make the best of the situation. So don't spiral out of control, especially when you're feeling very anxious and overwhelmed. Hold close what you can control and then just do one step at a time. This is going to help you set those boundaries and get a system in place. So with that new student that shows up at the door, when you start getting maxed out on your resources, this is a lesson to myself, I should have when I knew that my last new student took my last desk, my last beginning of the year folder, whatever I had ready for them, that I was already prepping to get another desk and paperwork in place so that this didn't happen where the student shows up and I have nothing. I'm not blaming myself because the school could have given me a heads up. They could have provided enough stuff, but I could have been proactive in knowing, oh, I'm at the end, or oh, I only have one left. Let me let someone know, hey, I'm going to need a desk quickly. I mean, to have an extra desk in your room is not that big of a deal. Uh, sometimes this year we might be limited on space, but at the time we were not in COVID times. So that would have been helpful or, or the parents showing up about grades sending a weekly email blast letting parents know what's happening uh, email seems to work really well they're always on their phones i would send weekly folders home and kids would take out papers where they didn't do well and hand only the good papers and parents were signing off and and made it look like everything was great and then the report card comes and they're like what um, so i kind of learned my lesson there that i need to be very clear of This is what we're teaching, what's going on. These are upcoming tests and projects. These are, you know, some missing assignments. And when you start getting older into elementary grades, the students need to be aware of that. They need to be the one that knows what they're working on. But it helps to loop in the parent. Hey, just letting you know, Sally is on her fifth assignment being late and she's losing points. Please discuss Nightly routine of making sure your homework's in your backpack or making sure you complete stuff on time and time management and whatever. The quicker you get them involved, so there's no surprises, the better. And I'm sure you know this. I'm just trying to give you some examples of how you can can you can't control how the person is coming at you in their crazy state, but you can control what you put in place to prevent it. But teachers coming to me and I'm like, "Hi, I need help. I need a resource," and I'm teaching it in five minutes. It's like I understand that. This is a time crunch. I don't have anything to give you at this moment. I need 24 hours in advance. I'm here for office hours every day after school for about an hour and a half. That's a great time to come check out supplies. Yeah, that's about all you could say because I can't do that for you right now, especially while I'm shoving my face full of lunch. Uh, the principal showing up unexpected. It's a horrible day for an observation. That one, just give it your best. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But one way to really ensure that you're always ready to perform or showcase your skills, as I should say, is have that back pocket activity that you know is great to showcase how you have strong classroom management and strong student engagement. And if you always are holding that and it's easy to set up and the students have used the structure before and just the content kind of changes. Maybe it's a game interactivity activity or something. That's always good to say, hey, we're changing, changing our schedule today. We're gonna to do this really quick. And then they can do that and you can get back to what you need to do. But that kind of helps prepare. You always have that backup plan if needed. And so those are just examples of the someone comes at you. You cannot control how they're trying to make you anxious and nervous and flustered because they have their own problem happening. Um, And we're not going to take that problem on. But there are things that we can do to ensure it doesn't happen and to prevent it from happening in the future and to just protect ourselves and put boundaries in place so they know this is not okay. I cannot come here like this in this state at the last, you know, final inning here. And the last piece of advice I'd say to you is just reset your energy in your mind. Take that break to disengage and disconnect from the source of your stress. When you see that your inbox is flooded with emails, take a deep breath. Walk around the classroom, walk around the school building, come back to it and say, okay, I'm only going to read um, things that were sent today or I'm only going to read things from my principal and so honor yourself by resetting your energy in your mind take a break from the staff room if everyone's really negative there take a slow walk to the staff meeting if you just need a buffer between a really hard conversation with a student and before you dive into learning or if you're leading a PD session and everyone's giving pushback and you just need a moment put on some music and allow them to to journal and you can just stand in the back of the room for a minute and gather your thoughts and allow your emotions to calm down and hit it again and come back better than ever. We have control over more than we realize. I think sometimes we feel like all these things in education are happening to us and there are very many things we have no control over that are happening to us. However, we do have control over how we respond, how we implement, how we prevent, uh, how we feel and there are boundaries we can put in place. Um, so I hope that encourages you to, to think through things differently and say, this is really negatively affecting me and I am not my best what piece of this situation can i actually control and i'm going to focus my energy there because when i focus on all these other things that i can't change that's when i get all worked up and now i'm spending all my time and energy getting worked up and that is not actually helping the situation at all it's a wasting time it's taking my energy that i did have away from things i should be doing so really quickly to recap your short-term solution when someone comes at you in that way where you're trying to prevent anything from escalating and you don't want to take on that energy. Acknowledge the issue that they're bringing to you and then advocate for your boundaries. Let them know how you can help, when's the most appropriate time. But the more long-term solution is just protect your circle of influence where you're hanging and who you're hanging out with. Focus on what you can control, even if it's a small piece, and then take time to reset, reset that energy and your mind. Uh, Two quick reminders before we close out here. The SEL for Teachers Workshop and the Coaching Summits, December 27th. You can't make it live. No problem. We have a replay. And if you like that book written from my educator friends and I, educators who know what to do, experts in education, that link is in the show notes, lesson.com Click on podcast and you will find this episode along with any links that you might need. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on setting boundaries, protecting what influences you and controlling what you can control. You are a valued asset to every school, so it is essential that you protect your career longevity. You weren't meant for burnout or ho-hum teaching and leading, okay? You were meant to grow into your best self even when things are tough. Go out and be great because you've just been empowered.